In this portion of the Casey Crew podcast is brought to you by MAC Cosmetics. MAC Powder Kiss Lipstick is matte reinvented. The new matte formula is where matte meets moisture. Now, explain to me what matte is. Matte is when your lipstick has more of a dull finish, but it's very popular right now. I have a lot of matte lip colors right now. You like matte? Yes, I love I love MAC matte, actually. Oh, really? Does it stain? Yes. Uh, no, it doesn't stain. Oh, so you could do your, do, your, your dirty and not have to worry about it staining or nothing, huh? Don't look at me like that. Anyway, head to your nearest MAC location to meet your MAC today or shop at maccosmetics.com and tell them the Casey Crew sent you. Sorry, MAC. <laughs> you might already know Kadeen and Deval Ellis from their YouTube channel or their Instagrams. They have a new podcast out right now called Dead Ass, which is full of unfiltered, raw, and honest conversations about raising a millennial family. The first episode of Dead Ass is out right now, and you should check it out. It's available on all podcast apps. Check it out, Dead Ass. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome! And happy anniversary, baby. Oh, thank you. Happy anniversary. We've been married 18 years. Yes. So that's a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, and people always say, you know... But we've been together close to 25. Mm-hmm. 25 in August. That's no, right. No, excuse me. October. October. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, people always say, well, how do you stay together so long? So for people that are... are just married or just started out. How? how? How did you deal with me for so long? I loved you. That's it? That's it was, all? It was as simple as that. I loved you because some of the things that we went through, and I'm talking about early on mm-hmm. in college, I probably shouldn't have stayed with you through. Correct. But I loved you. And I saw something very special in you that was irreplaceable. Mm. And Which was what? <laughs> Tell me what that is. <laughs> You're fishing for compliments now. I'm just curious. That's what it feels. Like. You said no, which was what? I just want to know what it is. Um, I feel as though you have a certain kind of magic. You have a certain kind of charisma and a certain kind of charm, and I think that you love in a way that is exclusive to you. Mm-hmm. And I feel lucky to be the recipient of that. Um, you know, we come across a lot of people, a lot of people. We always ha- always have. And um, we travel a lot. Your job brings you to a lot of different places. Uh-huh. And it puts us in touch with a lot of different people. And I'm a social person in and of myself. So I get to observe a lot. And... Um, I can honestly say that I've never met anyone like you. You're fun, you're funny, you're witty, you're driven, slash ambitious. Some people um, have a drive, but that drive might drive them towards other things. Um, Your ambition leads to your success. You're dedicated, you're an amazing father, and you're one of the rare people that I've ever known that makes appropriate time for everything. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are so ambitious that it takes them away from their family and they don't make that time up. You'll get up, go to work, travel somewhere, come back, take a meeting, do real estate, come home and still make it to the kids 
practice. Right. Or you'll be there to take them to a birthday party or you'll be there to take Logan shopping for cleats. Meanwhile, I can easily take him shopping for cleats. But you'll say, you know, I want to take him. Mm -hmm. Um, It's little things like that. You make the time despite how tired you are. I mean, I don't like the the fact that you'll say, well, I'll just drink a Red Bull because that's not good for your heart. Right. (laughs) But, you know, you'll do whatever it takes because family is so important to you. Um, People I just find get sidetracked when um, they're ambitious and providing is the only thing now don't get me wrong providing is a very very big thing for you but you balance it so well and it's not because you have a wife that's nagging you that's in your ear making you do it you do it because you want to and um i think that we have fun together Mm -hmm. you know um a lot of relationships i think they are one tracked you know like we're a husband and a wife so that's the role that we play um Or we're friends, you know, we're really, really good friends. So maybe we miss out a little bit on the romantic side of the relationship, even Mm -hmm. though we're in a relationship. But maybe the way we go about it is more of a friendship. Um, I just think that we hit every mark in the relationship that makes it successful. Like we are friends, we are lovers, we are parents, and we come together in a way where we respect each other on each front. And I think that that is a part of the reason why our marriage is successful. Mm-hmm. We we hear each other, we respect each other, we listen to each other. And I find a lot of um, people miss out on some of those things. And if there is no respect and there is no love, or if there's a lack of either one of them, you know, your whole relationship can crumble. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're asking me why I think that we've worked, we've gotten through nonsense. We've gotten through jealousy. We've gotten through stupidity. We've gotten through early on lack of communication. You know, we've gotten through right fighting. We've gotten through cheating. We've gotten through a lot of the bullshit part of my language but I think that the love and the fact that we know each other's value through and through has kept us together okay I, I agree let me just ask a question mm-hmm. last night when I went to sleep you were taking braids out your hair yes it doesn't look like you took any out there's like 36,000 <laughs> box braids because I woke my... up and I'm like she still has fucking braids in, in my hair right what now the, what the fuck did you do I how many was... did you take out I, I took out two hours worth. I took out, I was taking out my braids while I was watching The Bachelorette. <laughs> so for two hours, I was removing braids and I might have gotten 12 or 13 out. Like this thing is the worst. It's going to take me all day. Yeah, it's going to take. I was like, I was like, you. Would, I thought I was dreaming. I was like, I could have sworn <laughs> before I went to sleep she well, was taking braids out. the ones out. that I took out are in the back uh, so that I don't, I didn't look crazy when you got home. I kind of covered those up with the braids that are still there. So I didn't look like, you know. Uh, Okay. All right. I, just went, I thought I was just dreaming. I was like, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. No, they're out in the back. You just can't see them. And, you know, I, I would still want to look cute for you. you oh, know? thank you. You're welcome. So, you got nothing in the back? There's no long braids in the back. Oh. There's. They look beautiful regardless. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Well, I just want to say, you know, as far as, as for me, um, which really kept me here so long in this relationship, what kept you here. <laughs> It's the shackles mm-hmm. <laughs> that's on it's, the side of the bed right now. It's really kept me here. Ellie is, let you out in the morning to work. No, it's something that's very important. It's it's, it's your ass and your tits. 
I gotta go. I'm done. What? I'm done with you. No, I'm if you didn't you have ass and tits, I, you know, who knows? But, you know. Oh, oh, is that right? The ass and tits, oh, okay. they, you know. It they, all makes sense They all, now. you know, they, they have, they don't hang. They right. don't, mm. it's not sloppy. It's beautiful. No, I'm just yeah, joking. Yes, yes. It you all know, makes sense now. Now, you know, I think the, the biggest part, of course, is not even the love. Hmm. That's it's your lips. It's my, oh, I <laughs> I'm see, just joking. I'm joking. I'm just joking. I'm joking. It's actually how forgiving you are. And how caring you are. And the reason I say that is, you know, everybody says, yeah, I love you. I love you. You know, in, in relationships, I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah, I love you. Oh, I care. I care. I care. But the fact that you can actually be hurt by somebody and listen to them and forgive them and be able to start over and say, okay, you know, we're here in this relationship and we're working on it together. That's big to me. And the reason I feel that's big to me is because a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people can't. A lot of people don't have a partner that puts up with their BS. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much. I don't know if I'm really liking how I'm this a, is going. Let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, maybe it's just me. Let me finish what I'm saying. You know that I love you. Yes. And you know that I'll do anything. <laughs> what? I'm so, so sorry. What? <laughs> oh, I just had to get that honest laugh out right there. No, Go ahead. I'm just no, I, I am. I am listening. I'm plugged in. Go okay. ahead. You know that I love you. Yes, with all my heart, and you know that um, I do things that most people don't do. And when I say that is, is I bust my ass for this family, and I do things, and I don't sleep, and I'm moody, and mm-hmm. I'm attitudinal. Sometimes I'm a little bitchy. Sometimes I'm a dickhead. <laughs> but you, what? What's so funny? It's just very true. I was, ho- I was hoping you'd be like, no, not you know, no, not no, too no, much. Extremely true. Great. Well, as I was saying, I'm you know sometimes I'm. I wouldn't say you're bitchy. You're moody. Moody. You're moody. You don't bitch. Right. You're definitely moody. Though. Moody. Sometimes I'm a dickhead. And absolutely. And no matter what it is. If there's a problem, instead of you being that back to me, mm-hmm. you being bitchy and moody and attitudinal and being a dick, instead of doing that, go sneeze, sneeze. Are oh, you yawning? Which one is it? It's a sneeze. All right, oh, come on, get it out. Wait. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Bless you. I'm, I'm sharing my love story and you fucking Thank sneezing you. I'm all sorry, over I it. Laugh it. It snuck up on me. Go ahead. All right, but as I was saying, um, you know, I- instead of being all those things back to me, you Greet me with love. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that's different is because you usually don't get that. Even when you deal with people, your mother, your father, your brother, your kids, if you come in with attitudinal or negativity, most people come back with negativity. Mm-hmm. With you, you come back with love. And the reason I love that so much. I mean, much, I'm not no sucker. I'm just saying. Let's just put that out there. Go ahead. I'm just saying. Go ahead. See, this is why I don't like to give you compliments. <laughs> Because you don't even let me finish what I'm saying. I'm sorry. First, I'm, just... first I'm talking to you. You're looking at me funny. Then I'm talking. You're laughing at me. Then you sneeze. And then you're, I'm a little sucker. I'm just telling you. You kind of paint me out to be a little bit of a sucker. I'm I just letting the people know I'm not a sucker. I didn't say you were a so sucker. So I'm saying. I just said that you're All not right. a sucker. That you always with greet you. with love. Um, and the reason I'm saying that, and this is going to sound crazy. I know people can be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But to me, I don't even, well, fuck, I don't care what fuck people say. People say all types of shit. To me. When it comes to God, mm-hmm. in my opinion, you're, you're the closest thing that I have seen to God. And and the reason I say that, why are you looking at me like that? The reason I say that is because the love that you give, the fact that you can be hurt and still love back is something I've never seen before. 
You can take somebody else's feelings, put your feelings to the side and care for them. Whether it's me, whether it's your mom, whether it's your brother, whether it's the kids, whether it's a friend. And most people can't do that. That's what makes me even more attracted to you every day. The fact that you love without. It's like you love freely, like you doesn't you, you don't care who loves you. You just spread that love. And that's mm-hmm. something that you don't ever see. Oh, you're going to make me tear. But of course, it's the ass and the titties and the lips and the sex and the head. And <laughs> oh, but I play too stuff. much. But I play too much. But that is like, wow, because you don't ever hear or see that. And that's the reason why, you know, being married to you 18 years is such a, a, a pleasure and a privilege. And, and I'm the luckiest guy in the world when it comes to marriage because I have you. Aww. So I just wanted to say that and I love you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Now, I want to talk about uh, Aisha Curry. Oh, okay. All right. Where, where, um, yes, happened last week. That. Happened last week. She was talk, <laughs> she was on a red table talk with Jada Pinkin, and she talked about um, pretty much being wanted, being wanted by men, wanting compliments. And I'm going to play a clip of it. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, that's part of it. A lot of women will get you know, bad reps for being gold diggers or what have you, right? So you you realize how for procreation, men, when they see beautiful women and beautiful bodies, they they react because it's a... It's a A primal 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 thing. thing. Well, when women see power... It's, it's the same thing. It's not about gold digging. It's 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 a primal response. This guy can build a house. Mm-hmm. He can help. You know, he can help my survival. My life. It's <laughs> primal. I've had to put myself in Will's shoes at times and go, whoo, whoo. If I had all these pretty women throwing that shows at me, what would I do? Baby, whoa, okay. Now, you know, when I really looked at it that way, I really had to have more compassion and um, more understanding. Something that really bothers me and, like, honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, like, there are all these women, like, throwing themselves. But me, like, the past 10 years, like, I don't have any of that. Like, I have zero, this sounds weird but like male attention and so then you like i begin to internalize it and i'm like is something wrong with you're me not, like, you're not looking but i'm gonna tell you something else too when your radar's turned off because I, I dealt with that for years too like and i was young like you yeah I'm like, like oh my god fair. i mean because i don't what? want it but yeah. it'd be nice to know that like someone's looking but all right there goes right there okay so that was Aisha Curry. She was on Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett. She was talking mm-hmm. about how pretty much she wants men to compliment her, want, wants men to look at her. And it became a whole big discussion. She be- didn't say compliment. Let's just be very, very specific. She said that she it would be nice to know that men are looking at her. Same difference. No, it's not the same difference. Well, we could take it out. Necessarily. I just take- want to be specific because she got... A lot of backlash well, let's, let's because take, of what she said there. Let's take it out of Aisha Curry a little bit. 
Um, and the reason I want to take it out of it is it became a big discussion and, and a lot of women were like, you know, you should be looking good for your man. Fuck what everybody else to say. You know, you should be looking for your man to look at you and, and compliments from your man and this, that and the other. Don't worry about everybody else. You, you're more worried about attention from other people. And people got, you know, it, it was a big conversation. And I never spoke to you about it because, you know, um, I wanted to talk about or talk about it. Yeah, on the I podcast. wanted to talk to you about it, but you would not talk to me about uh-uh. it because you wanted to have this conversation. Right. On the podcast. Correct. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. What do you, you want me to go first or you? Uh, you can go first. No, you go first. I want to hear your side first. Okay. And I tried not to think about it too much because I didn't want any preconceived hardcore thoughts before we did have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to kind of go through it as I'm thinking it now. Um I think that, yes, she got a lot of backlash from men and women. And I have Mm -hmm. to be honest. I was surprised. I was surprised because not for nothing, there's so much common sense in what she said. Mm -hmm. And I believe that most people have felt what she claims that she felt or is feeling at some point or another i thought that based on what she said your average common person would have been able to relate Mm -hmm. and say yeah you know what i kind of understand that and this is what i mean by that Mm -hmm. a lot of people particularly women feel as though when they get married it's almost the equivalent of dying dying yes dying Mm -hmm. in regards to being seen as attractive by other men or losing a bit of their sexuality where anyone outside of their marriage is concerned Mm -hmm. um they feel as though they become a mother and they're not allowed to be sexy anymore Mm -hmm. they're not allowed to be attractive anymore um Kind of like, okay, well, now I'm a married woman. I can't wear this. Right. Now I'm a married woman. I can't go out and have fun with my girls anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm a married woman. I can't be seen at the club anymore. I can't go out and dance. I can't go out and have fun anymore. So a lot of women feel as though when they get married, they die in a sense of losing their identity as a woman. Gotcha. And that can happen whether other men are paying attention to you or not. But if you notice that you've gotten married and no one's noticing you Mm -hmm. anymore, you're a human being. You're a human being. Yes, me in particular, when I get up and I get ready in the morning or if we're going out on a Friday night or on a Saturday night or going away for a weekend or whatever, when I do my makeup, when I do my hair, when I get dressed, I am getting dressed for you. And I'm speaking for myself. I'm thinking, how does Rashawn like my hair? How does Rashawn like my makeup? How does Rashawn like to see me dress? I know what you like. You compliment me more when I wear certain things and you notice more when I wear certain things. And, you know, your physiological response might show me that you like me more when I wear certain things or I look Mm -hmm. a certain way. So I do those things for you. And that makes me feel good. Me personally, I don't care what anybody else thinks Uh about the way that I look 
aside from you. As long as you compliment me and you tell me that you think that I'm beautiful, I'm happy and I'm, it, it suffices. But at this very same time, if I felt as though no one ever noticed, mm-hmm. I would think to myself, wow, is my husband the only one that finds me attractive? Right. And that's the truth. Now, if she feels that for 10 years, this has been her experience, that no one is noticing, that is going to tap into a human response within her that says, wow, maybe I'm not attractive. Maybe, you know, yeah, my husband thinks I'm amazing. He's my husband. He sees something special. It's not just the physical. He's, you know, loving me for a thousand other parts of me. But maybe when it comes to the physical part of me, you know, maybe I'm just not that attractive. Mm -hmm. We're human. And we don't live in a cave with our partners. We live out there in the world, in society, and... Most people aren't just looking for approval from their partner. And now when I say approval, no, you know, because that's the type of thing like, oh, well, I don't need approval from any. Yes, everybody can get their panties in a bunch. But if we're talking real talk, we're talking about the world and how people operate. It's kind of like the whole problem with social media, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, It's the reason why a lot of parents don't want their kids on social media, because I've heard kids and adults alike. I have been parts of these conversations where, as a matter of fact, the other day I was talking to a woman whose teenage daughter said that if she posts a picture and she doesn't get likes on social media, that it hurts her. Mm. It hurts her. It can devastate her. And she sits there, posts a picture and watches to see if she's getting likes. Mm -hmm. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. I know adults the same way will only post pictures if they think that it's quote unquote like worthy. Right. They post pictures for followers. All of that is about approval and validation. It's a terrible thing. Terrible. But my point is that it is human. It is human. That is that that is the way that human beings are hardwired. We're hardwired to be noticed, to be validated, to have approval, to feel one way within yourself, but then for other people outside to validate that your feelings about yourself are true. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they're good feelings. Um, so my point is, In a perfect world, she would only be interested in the approval, the validation, and the noticing of her husband. Right. The person that she pledged her life to and is committed to. But if we're talking real talk, who doesn't like to be out in the real world and get a compliment, even if it's from their girlfriend? Mm -hmm. Oh, girl, your outfit. Love your outfit. Oh, I love your shoes. Oh, who did you? Did you do your own makeup? It's a simple compliment, but it makes you feel good. Right. Anybody out there that says that a little compliment doesn't make them feel good, in my opinion, is not a truth teller. Mm-hmm. It's not a truth teller. You know, I mean, if I'm out and someone says, you know, like, hey, where'd you get? Your, it could be, hey, where'd you get your jeans? They look great on you. Oh, girl, I got them on sale at such and such. You know, like, oh. Yeah, I thought I, I did think that these jeans looked good on my butt. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know, a li- little compliments make people feel good. So now if she's married and 
you know, she finds herself to be attractive and whatnot and there's no validation. I can see her saying, you know, like, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe this or maybe that. And for women to bash her, you know, all I can say is I don't like to see people not tell the truth. Right. I don't like to see people jump on a bandwagon. I don't like for people to just see something on the surface and have that snap response, that mm-hmm. quick response. Like, no, just stop for a second. Think about it. Think about it. You know, dig a little bit deeper. Don't think about what the person said necessarily. Think about why they said what they said. Right. You know, can you tap into any of that? Can you relate mm-hmm. to any of that? Can you can you feel that out a little bit before you just jump and take somebody's head off? Right. I don't think that's right. I understood what she's saying. And it doesn't mean that she doesn't love her husband, that her husband's opinion isn't paramount in her mind. It just means like, damn, you know, I just... I don't know, because if it's only my husband saying it, then damn it to hell. And he loves me because I can cook. I'm good in bed. I love him. I'm a good. He loves me for a thousand other reasons. Maybe he sees seeing me through rose colored glasses. Maybe, you know, all this working out I've been doing. Maybe it's for nothing. I don't know. Maybe I can't put my eyeliner on straight. You know, maybe, you know, the jeans I was born with wasn't, you know, like who knows what's going through her mind. Do you know what I mean? So I just wish that women would stand up for women a little bit more. And you know what, to be honest, I wish men would stand up for women a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Well, I agree with you uh, to an extent. Um, I feel like there's nothing wrong to get compliments or nods or the other gender checking you out. I like when you get dressed and other dudes look at you. I like when we walk through a club and I see people looking at you. I don't mind that. You know, yes, you should get dressed and look nice for your spouse and look nice for your boyfriend or your girlfriend. I totally agree. But the fact that, you know, she wants to make sure that she's still hot out there and that people still like her, there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion. You know why? Because a lot of people feel like this. I've been with you 25 years, right? Mm -hmm. If I gain 50 pounds, right? Mm -hmm. Three chins, (laughs) <laughs> and an extra pinky finger uh-huh. you're gonna be like baby I love you you look so sexy with that extra pinky finger mm-hmm. that's what you're gonna say what you gonna do with that extra pinky finger exactly <laughs> now if I'm on the street and somebody like dog you gaining some weight mm-hmm. if I'm on the street and I walk in and I walk in the club and I think I got the flyest gear on mm-hmm. and they're like yo Dog, them clothes are baggy. Perfect example. Meanwhile, I patted you on your ass on your way, way out, out the door. Exactly. And told you that you were bomb. Perfect example. Little yeah. Sean, right? Little Sean is a friend of mine, right? Little Sean, real close friend of mine. Went to homecoming one year, right? Mm-hmm. Two years ago. And little Sean, um, out the loop a little bit. He Come on, man. I'm going to be trying. I, mean, I don't care. <laughs> he, he goes in his closet and he, you know, gets ready for homecoming. Uh-huh. Little Sean's my guy. He pulls up in homecoming and he pulls his clothes out that he had in a stash that he's had for a while. His dress up clothes. He hasn't worn in about five, six years. Mm -hmm. Still fresh. But little Sean forgot that the trends have changed. Shame on you, Rashawn. What? It's the truth. I'm I'm just just saying shame on you. Little Sean, you're listening. You're my brother. But anyway, he's he's married anyway. He shouldn't be trying to impress anybody. But anyway. See, there you go. I'm just joking. We go to the club. Contradictory to everything we're saying right now. No, I'm just that joking. little statement. No, I'm just go, joking. go ahead. But he's fly to his wife. Mm-hmm. We go to the club. We go out homecoming and, you know, it's pop, the party's rocking. 
Little Sean's jeans is like a size 38. Meanwhile, he's a size. Probably 33, 34. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a double XL shirt. Uh-huh. He should be wearing a medium. Uh-huh. You know, he, his sneakers look like, you know, he's wearing white Air Force Ones. Mm-hmm. He looks old. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's in the 90s, mm-hmm. 2000s. Mm-hmm. He looked crazy. All right? Mm-hmm. So when he walked out, his girl told me, I love you. His wife told him, I love you. Hey, have a good one. You look fly. Mm-hmm. When he gets in the club, people looking at him like, what the fuck is he wearing? But that's- he, he didn't get the looks. He didn't get the looks of satisfaction. And he wanted those looks of satisfaction. Everybody wants to look nice. Absolutely. Everybody wants to, to, to pop to a certain extent. Correct. Like, do you know what I mean? Correct. Like, if not, people wouldn't do anything with themselves. Right. I mean, it just goes against common sense to me. And nobody you know says, I, I mean? want to go fuck people. No, it's not this about, ever, that's but not about I that. I think I want Aisha Curry look. is probably the most wholesome wife mm-hmm. on the planet. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not about that. It's not about that. And here's the thing. With the example with Lil Sean, yeah, his wife probably sees him through rose-colored glasses. Like, Correct. you look great. But Correct. then when you go out into the real world, like, you're supposed to tell me that. You're supposed to see me in the best light possible. You walk out that door, and that's your reality check. So I think that that's kind of how she feels. You know, like, yeah, you know, my husband's supposed to think I'm awesome. Right. He thinks I'm awesome. But to finish the story, what did Sean do next year? Sean worked out. He lost 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. He went and got jeans that fit and got a shirt that fit. <laughs> And then chicks was hollering. And chicks no. was hollering. But, but but that's what it was. But so sometimes I get what she was saying. Yes, she wants people to be like, damn, you look nice. And they ain't gotta somebody ain't gotta say I wanna fuck, but they can say, You look nice. That 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 looks nice on you. Oh wow, your hair looks nice. Oh wow, yeah, I, I see you working out, I could tell. Like, yes, it's okay to get that outside of just your wife but or you know, just your husband. But you know what? I don't necessarily think that she was even referring to compliments. I think that that's even more than what she was talking about. I think that she was in a way saying like, I don't feel sexy and I don't feel attractive. And the difference is when you're out in a public place, you know when you're noticed. Correct. You know. Correct. You see when people look, it's an energy that's given off. You know. I mean, I get that energy all the time. Right. So you're very familiar. Very familiar. Yes. Okay. It's an energy, you know. And I think that she's saying that when she's out, she doesn't feel that energy. She said something to the fact it'd be nice if people looked. Correct. You know, or, 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 or she just wants to be noted. That, that's all that it is. It's not like she's expecting someone to be like, oh, you know, I think you look amazing. Or I, I don't think she's looking for DMs. I don't think that that's what she's talking about. And that's a problem. A lot of times when we get married... We feel as though no one checks anymore. Correct. I think she feels like no one checks because a lot of women feel like, okay, they're dead. Right. And I think, you know what? I think a lot of men feel that way too. And I think that's the reason why a lot of men don't want to get married. They're scared to get married. It's like, you know, signing the marriage certificate is the same as signing the death certificate. Right. You know, you still want to get that feeling because it's pleasurable. Correct. So I think that she got... um, a hard time for that. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really don't think that it was deserved. And I think that her own husband is probably like, damn, like that went the wrong way. It but, did go the but, wrong I, way. but I definitely felt you. Cause I'm sure he, and you know, here's the thing. 
her her situation is a little exasperated because now she's alongside a man who's a star who's getting it left right and center right and she's like what am i chicken liver Mm -hmm. you know so and not that there's a competition but I think it just kind of heightens how she already feels. Right. And, and I agree with you. And now, you said you agree with me to a certain extent. What do you mean to a certain extent? Um, the extent is... Where does that extent stop and then I'm the rest appear? I want you to look good, not only for me, but I want you to look good for other people, too. You want me to? Absolutely. You said you like it. No, I, I want you to, motherfucker. Like, oh, okay. like if I'm, Damn it. if 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 you wearing a fucking expensive outfit, I want the world to stop. I want the world to be like, God damn, she's mad. You got, I'm not like before. I was a little insecure. I'd have been like, what the fuck you talking about? But now, I'm like, that's right. That's mine. That's that's mine. Yeah, go ahead, babe. go ahead, babe. Stretch your stuff. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. You see that ass? Yep. Yeah. Look at that ass. It's real. Yeah. Go look at it. Oh, you can't touch. <laughs> stupid. Oh, oh. You see them boobs? Oh, there. It's real. Oh, oh, oh. Don't, don't you touch? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, you see that outfit? Yeah. That's all me. I, I like that. I like walking around the mall. Like I'm the mall. Ca- <laughs> all this is happening in the mall. <laughs> in the mall, the club, the restaurant. Yeah, when we out and yeah. about, whether we're in Great Adventure, we're on vacation. I like all of that. I was going to say, no, the only reason I said the mall was because I'm kind of like your mom. Like, I like you to almost walk in front of me so I can see people looking. I like that. I enjoy that. I can't. He said the mall. What's wrong with the mall? I'm just saying. Could be a high end mall. Okay, moving along. Do we have an email? Yes, let's get to the email of the week. But before I get to the email of the week, let me just tell people out there that um, I want to say I appreciate you guys for uh, heading over to our our seminar. if you haven't heard about our seminar, we do a real estate seminar. We usually do once a month or twice a month. And the last one was in Jersey. It was over 1,500 people there. A lot of people. We had to do a second seminar. The second seminar had about 400 people. So I want to say we appreciate you guys for joining us. I mean, it, it was totally sold out. People got so much, so much knowledge. So I just want to say thank you guys. And also um, the next one. The next one, the next one, the next one, we're doing one in Chicago. We're doing one in New Orleans. We're doing one in Charlotte. And we are doing one in Los Angeles. No Houston? Uh, not yet, but we're going to add Houston to the list. Uh, okay. You know what? It's difficult finding venues and finding a, a big enough venue because people really, really, really want to know about real estate. And sometimes smaller venues, we sell out so fast and... We don't really get a chance to come to those markets a lot, so I like to get there as much as possible. And this portion of the KC Crew podcast is brought to you by Turo. Turo is a peer-to-peer car-sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want, wherever you want, from a community of local hosts. Turo is available in over 5,500 cities across the U.S., Canada, and U.K., and Germany, with over 9 million users worldwide. Now, choose the best car for you often at a lower cost than any traditional car rental agencies and customize your experience for whatever your adventure demands. I'm talking Porsche, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Subaru, Toyota, or even Ferrari. Whether it's a truck to help you on moving day, a sports car to take your girl out, they have the car for you. Now, if you want more information, download the Turo app. That's T-U-R-O on the App Store or Google Play or 
Visit Toro.com. Get $25 off your first trip when you sign up for Toro and use promo code CaseyCrew at checkout. Terms apply. Skip the rental counter with Toro. Get the car that you want. You want to go out for a weekend and want a nice car? Just hit up Toro. Insurance options are available on every trip. And this portion of the Casey Crew podcast is brought to you by Stitch Fix. When it comes to shopping for clothes, most of us are amateurs. So why not let the professionals handle it? With Stitch Fix, a stylist will do all the work for you. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing, shoes, and accessories directly to you, all right? Now, they offer sizes 2T to 14 with 8 to 12 items per box, so they have kids as well. So adults and kids, all right? Your kids will love the surprises of getting their very own Stitch Fix box. Now, get started today at stitchfix.com slash kids slash Casey Crew to try Stitch Fix with no styling fee and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash kids slash Casey Crew. Stitchfix.com slash kids slash Casey Crew. Um, before we get to the email of the week, I don't even know if we're going to have time to get to the email of we the week. We have to. Why? Uh, because we have to. Why? I know you have to catch a flight, but we have to. But why? I'm asking you a question. Why? Because that's part of our format. Okay. Well, let's read one right now. My name is Nisha, and I just thought I'd roll the dice and see if I could reach out to you for advice on something. My husband, she says R, so I'm gonna read it exactly like she has. My husband is, I'll say, is my husband is 32 and 33, and I have been together 17 years, and we will be married for seven, come June 2nd. I love him, and I feel so guilty saying it, but I am all, I am not in love with him anymore. Oh, you know, I'm gonna stop you for one second. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about this. So I hope that the rest of this email kind of pans out the way I think it's going to. Mm-hmm. But this is a topic I wanted to talk about because okay. I know quite a few people that go through this. He's a great man and a better father, but I have fallen out of love. I feel ungrateful for not feeling how society how society and family thinks I should feel. And I don't know how to explain my emotions at this point. I've talked to him, but he gets upset and thinks it's about someone else. When honestly... I don't know me without him. He encourages me to go enjoy myself. But when I try, he gives me the third degree. Not to mention, I've been dealing with this golden child attitude and overbearing family for years. Any advice is welcome. If you don't get to it, I understand. I just appreciate you listening. Well, reading. Laugh out loud. Okay. Oh, that was short and sweet. Short and sweet. <clears throat> what do you think? No, what do you think? Um, You know what? This happens to so many people. Yeah. And I think it happens to so many people because of a, a, a bunch of different reasons. One, I think that um, I think people feel that they want something else. I think people a lot of times they look at social media, they look at television. And I think a lot of people sometimes uh, I don't want to say dream, but dream of something else. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, you know, you get a couple that's been married for 10 years um, it's the same thing over and over again. You know, you wake up in the morning, you kiss your wife, you kiss your husband, you go downstairs, you cook, you get the kids ready for school. They get dressed, they leave. You come back home at five, six o'clock, you cook dinner, you know, you try to watch television, you go to sleep and it's the same repetition monotonous. over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Right. And then you look on Instagram and you see this couple and they're out in Dubai and 
they're fit and they look good and they've been, you know, and they're eating these expensive foods at these expensive restaurants and then they're flying here and then they're at a club here and then they're going bowling here and then they're doing this here. And they it, went from Dubai to bowling? They're doing everything. That's in your fantasy. Uh, it's not my fantasy. I'm, I'm just, just making saying, it up as I'm talking. I, I just read it's the damn email. But they're doing so much. <laughs> and then you look back at your husband and he's on his side of the bed sleeping and farting. And then you look back at your wife and then she gained, you know, some weight or she's, I don't know, eating. What do you eat? What do you eat, baby? Oh, 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 you're going to bring this to me? I'm just going to, I'm just going to just saying, what do you eat? So you don't like when I eat my ice cream in the bed? Oh, you got, you know, or you look over at your wife and she's eating ice cream and strawberries <laughs> and she has bachelorette on. And then it's like, wow. Personal. And then it's like, damn, my husband's over there sleeping and farting. And he's talking about he's too tired to go out. And then you'd be like, damn. So I think a lot of people see something and they like, I want something else. I want something else. Or they feel like, I'm tired of this repetitious. I'm tired of the same thing over and over again. And I think people just fall victim of that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So I think people need to take a step back and say, is this what you really want? You know? Obviously, you fell in love with this person. Is this person you said this person is good to you? This person takes care of the house. This person takes care of the kids. So what is the issue? The issue is what? It's not spontaneous. And let's be honest. Let's be fucking honest. Let's be dead fucking honest. Your life is not spontaneous. Yes, you have kids now. You can't just go fucking go to the club, get drunk and fucking. No, you can't do that anymore. You have responsibilities. And that's that. That doesn't mean that you can't have a life. But by you having that family, there's things that you sacrifice. There's things that we all sacrifice. You know, Gia sacrificed a career to raise our family. You know, Gia could have been a lawyer, a doctor, a, 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 you know, a a talk show host. She could have been all those things early, but she sacrificed that for her family. That's not to say that it's over, that she'll never do any of that. No, but the, the first sacrifice was because of that. Even myself, I sacrifice a lot. Yeah, I don't get to make every game. I don't get to make every school event. You know, Father's Day is coming up, and I know each one of our kids are going to have a Father's Day breakfast. You know, Mm -hmm. can I make it? Probably not. Why? Because daddy has to go to work and daddy's work is at six o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Will that break my heart? Yes. But you know what? Daddy's going to have my mommy's going to have to put on a mustache and be daddy for the day. Mm -hmm. You know, does that break my heart? Yes. But am I am I willing to take some of those sacrifices? Because hopefully in the longer run, I know it'll pay off. Yeah. So, you know, if. A lot of people are falling out of love and don't necessarily want to love or want to get out of their situation. I don't think necessarily because they really want to. I think they fantasize about other things that they see. Mm-hmm. And I think especially on social media and television, people make make it seem like their lives are so perfect and things are so great and this, that, and the other. But I think a lot of it's bullshit. I do. I think a lot of it's bullshit. What do you think, baby? You're right. I do think that people are aspiring towards BS. Um, I I find that there are a lot of people out there, both male and female, mm-hmm. that are bored, that are bored in their relationship. And just like how you describe the monotony of it, the same thing day in, 
day out, mm-hmm. same conversations, same um, same ins and outs where the kids are concerned. Mm-hmm. Like you said, lack of spontaneity, lack of sexiness, mm-hmm. um, maybe a sex life in and of itself that's suffering. Um, same thing every time that you get in the bed with this person, watching the same shows on TV. And I think the repetitiveness of it just makes people feel as they need more life, mm-hmm. more life. And, you know, after about seven, 10 years, I think that it can start really, really affecting affecting a person mm-hmm. where their interests start going in other places and they start paying attention to other things and resenting their relationship mm-hmm. and wanting to be out. And it's a sad thing when you have kids mm-hmm. and you feel like your kids are the glue. Correct. Yeah, I, I would I would never want to experience that, you know, being married and only wanting to stay because of the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to have a partner that you love and that you adore and you want to stay for them. So, you know, if you ever have the feeling that the only reason to stay and the only thing that's pulling you towards that person is that, you know, you don't want your kids to grow up in a, a broken home. That's a very, very sad thing. So I think that on one hand, that can be, the reality, a person fantasizing about a better life, the whole, you know, the grass is greener on the other side right. mentality. When Absolutely. More often than not, it isn't. And people get a reality check if they, you know, they venture out. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes they may be right. But like I said, more often than not, they're wrong. But now what if it's not that? What if it's that two people's interests just don't align mm-hmm. anymore? We don't have the same goals and ambition in life. We don't look at life the same way. Right. Maybe we go about things differently. What if I'm the type that I want to go out and you're the type that you want to stay home? What if you want to parent the kids one way and I want to parent them a different way? What if I'm into these things sexually and you're not? Mm-hmm. Um, what if, you know, the things that I want to talk about and converse about... You're just not interested. What if you like to watch Criminal Minds all the time and I like to watch CNN and talk about politics? Right. What if we are just not on the same page anymore? Maybe at one time we were. Maybe, you know, when we were younger, we were about, you know, going to parties and traveling and, you know, having sex in random bathrooms and, you know, doing things like that. And now that you've gotten older, maybe, you know, you've changed. Maybe I'm that same person or maybe we've both changed in different ways, but we're just not on the same page anymore. Mm -hmm. And now I'm genuinely just starting to fall out of love with you. What if we are on the same page, but you just keep doing things to annoy me what if we're just arguing about the same things over and over and over again and there's no change and i'm irritated and i'm i'm annoyed with you Mm -hmm. and now coming home feels like a chore because now i got to come into a house with this negative energy and meet up with this negative person and my whole night sucks So now if I'm a man now, maybe I'm going to go to my boy's house. Maybe I'm going to go to the bar. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just going to get into something because now I rather get at home 
at 930 at night, knowing that this half is going to bed at 10. So now I only have to suffer through her shitty attitude for 30 minutes before we go to sleep. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What if it's two people that, or maybe one that just genuinely isn't in love with the other anymore, you know, because yeah, we could put a bow on it and say, yeah, well, you know, maybe it's because they're fantasizing about something else, but what if it's not that? What if it's, you know how they say, you know, we just grew apart. What right. if it really is that? I mean, I think people can grow apart. I think absolutely positively can. I think people interests change. But I think a lot of time, what will make their interest change? It's like, for instance, um, you know, I work hard every day. And let's say every day online, you look at a couple online that you follow and they look so happy. They read to each other every day. Come on. I'm serious. They read to they each read other? They read to each other they every read sonnets. day. They, you know, take their kids to get ice cream every day. They do yoga as a family. They do yoga as a family. <laughs> I want to like, do, do yoga as a family, actually. But go ahead. But go ahead. And, and all of a sudden, they're like, you know what? I like that. I want to try yoga. So you go to your husband, babe, you want to try yoga? And your husband's like, get the yoga shit out of here. <laughs> and you then you go, yoga. and then when he goes Nonsense. back to work, you, you go look back on Instagram and now. They got matching yoga outfits. They got matching yoga outfits. <laughs> Now they're opening up a yoga a yoga class and they're teaching yoga now. And you're like, oh, that's so good. They're helping the community. Hey, babe, you want to do Teen yoga? Teen yoga. You even got and the you, kids involved. And your husband's like, oh, fuck that yoga shit. And you're like, oh, all right. You know, and then, so I do feel like things come from different places. Um, that's why I, I, I really feel like social media and television sometimes is- The devil. The devil. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that is, is when you look at our parents and our grandparents, they had to- pretty much make work what they had. Mm-hmm. You know, if if they were married, you know, hey, there was no outside people to see, well, their couple is down the block. No, their motherfuckers are having problems too, just like us. We all having problems. Now let's work it out. And I, and I really feel like when people say that, you know, maybe we grew up in love with each other and then you find something else, right? And I, and I think then you find something else and then you're happy with that for a couple of years and then you want something more. And then you want something more. That's how I feel people are. There's no way in my opinion that you could be with somebody for eight years, 10 years, 15 years. And then at 16 years, like I just fell out of love with somebody. I don't agree unless it's something else, unless somebody cheated, unless somebody's abusive mentally or physically, or unless something to that effect. But maybe you you feel differently. I can never fall out in love with you. I love you. And there's nothing out there that will be, well, you know this or well that. Now, I'm not going to front. There are some things sometimes I'll be like that I see online. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, for instance, right? I go on these rallies sometimes, right? Car rallies. Car rallies. Uh And sometimes I go on a car rally and I see a dude on the rally with his wife. And I'm like, damn, that's dope. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make me feel like, well, you know what? I'm falling in love. I'm falling out of love with you because you don't be on the rallies with me. It's not, I don't feel that way. I do look at him like, oh, that's dope. He got his wife with him on the rally. I do think that's dope, but it's not something where I'll be like, I want my wife for me because she doesn't. I want to find a wife that's going to rally with me all the time. I don't look at it like that. And I'm just using it as a small example. Of course, there's huge examples. I just popped up on my mind, but it, it is what it is, you know? I can't fall out of love with you. I can't. I know too much about you. I done 
seen too many things. You know, we've been through too many things. Our love is at a point where I can call you a fucking bitch and say die. But then if something happens, you'll be like, baby, are you okay? Like, <laughs> that's just what it is. Man, you and your examples, though. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, on the other hand, do think that you can fall out of love with someone. Mm-hmm. I think that you can fall. I think that someone can rub you in the wrong way so extremely that you can fall out of love with them. I don't agree. And I, and I also feel like this world now is so easy to just let things go that people let things go so easy oh no I, I think that that's true I think people I always think look for a way out of if everything. that's the case I don't think that that's real love to begin with mm-hmm. but if you're in a long standing relationship and you get to I'm just going to use 10 years as a marker if you get to the 10 year point and you walk through the door and you look at the person and you roll your eyes every day or you roll your, you look at the person and you kiss your teeth every day. Just the sight of them annoys you. Yeah, you're not in love with them anymore. Well, what makes you feel that way? See, now I'll get to that point. What makes you suck your teeth? Is it the fact that that person's mentally abusive? Is well, it the fact that that person's physically abusive? Is it the fact that that person cheated on you and is something that still sticks with you? But if none of those are a play, well, that's what and I'm a relationship talking about. is good, right, 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 and it's just that, and it's just the fact that you're into fucking tying me up and spanking me with a fucking paddle and I'm not into that that's something different but if it's something where I come in and I'm mentally abusive to you every day and I'm like you fucking bitch you're nothing you're never gonna be shit your mama's never gonna be shit your daddy's (laughs) never gonna be shit you ain't shit right then yes when you come home yeah you are gonna suck your fucking teeth because you're gonna look at me like a fucking piece of shit no 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 see I'm talking about things that are a little bit more calm than what you're talking about um when we started talking about this, you were discussing people that are looking for more, looking for more life, looking for a different experience, looking for something new and exciting or challenging. And those people looking at their relationship, like, yeah, definitely the gra- the grass is greener on the other side. Uh-huh. And I think that that happens for a good percentage of people that fall out of love. Mm-hmm. But then I'm talking about people that are genuinely falling out of love because their interests aren't aligning, they're growing apart, or there's a fundamental problem like what you just described, right. the more extreme version of it. So I'm talking about maybe more the real, you know, like you legitimately are falling out of love with somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm more on that side of the equation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, For those people, how do you think they handle it? If you really walk through the door and you're just like, wow, we're just not on the same page. I can't enjoy you the way that I want to enjoy my husband because the things that I want to do, you don't want to do. Conversations I want to have, you don't want to have. You know, um, the way that I want to engage in sex, possibly you don't want to engage in sex. Maybe, you know, you want it every two weeks. I might want it every other day. We're not on the same page. I can't feel love and I can't express love the way that I want to. So maybe that can be a factor in that woman, in this case, we'll say the woman falling out of love with her husband or her boyfriend. Uh-huh. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like those are real reasons why you might fall out of love with somebody. We just don't enjoy or experience each other the way that 
I want to in a relationship. When you're in a relationship, like nobody holds a gun to your head to tell you that you have to be with somebody. Correct. It's a choice and it's a choice that's supposed to better your life. And if you're in a relationship with someone and it's not bettering your life or you're not happy, you're not enjoying them, what are you doing it for? Correct. What are you doing it for? If I didn't enjoy you, I wouldn't want to be with you. Mm-hmm. I would want to be with someone that I enjoyed. I don't want to, like life isn't about like pure sufferation. Like I don't want to suffer with you. I don't want to settle with you. I don't want to settle. Like I want to be with someone that I have those experiences with that I'm looking forward to another day with. And if you don't have that experience and you start to fall out of love and you know this to be true and you've tried everything, especially if you're married, because then you have an obligation to them. You have an obligation to, to God to try everything mm-hmm. that you can that's within your power before you call it quits. So you go to therapy, you go to counseling, you seek help, you try to converse with them, you try to get on the same page, you try to do things differently, you try to change for them, they try to change for you. If you go through all of those things and you still feel the same way, then it's best to part ways, hmm. in my opinion. And I agree with you. I, I think that if you go and take the necessarily the, the, the necessary steps, which is conversation, therapy and all that. And if praying, from, going to church, maybe seeing your priest or your pastor to help you get through it. You really have to understand it from all angles. If, if this is if you're married, if your boyfriend and girlfriend, hey, you know, you can part more clean. Right. But if you're married and you have that commitment, you ought to you're obligated to go through those steps before you just say, you know what, I'm out. Right. And I agree with you. And I I think that's I I think we're on the same page with that. Okay. All right. Well, we wish her the best. Definitely wish you the best. And it's time for me to get up out of here. I got a flight. I got a catch. Mm -hmm. So we'll see you guys next week. How much time do I got? I don't know. It's 1102. I got about 60 seconds. What can you do in 60 seconds? Okay. Goodbye. Love you, people. 59. Say goodbye. 58. Say goodbye. 57. Say goodbye. Stop stop playing with me, Rashawn. Come on, just say goodbye. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. Now, Toro is a peer-to-peer car sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want, wherever you want, from a community of local hosts. From exotic sports cars to daily drivers, you can choose the best car for you. You want to go on a date? You want a Porsche? You can get it. Hey, if you just want to hang around town and throw your dog in a pickup truck, you can do that as well. Now, download the Turo app. That's T-U-R-O on the App Store or Google Play or visit Turo.com. Get $25 off your first trip when you sign up for Turo and you use promo code KCCREW at checkout. Terms apply.